Where can you find Draft Talk in the middle of June? Right here on the Best in Class podcast with Sean Sullivan, the JoeBucksFan.com draft guru. He's presented by Bill Curry Ford, Tampa's first family of Ford, where Sean is the general manager. He's the big boss there, BillCurryFord.com. This week, it's the AFC West breakdown, looking back on the draft and what it means to those teams. And next week, a little hint, if you don't make it to the very end of the podcast, We've got the NFC South on the Best in Class podcast. Here's Sean. Hi, everybody. It's Sean Sullivan coming to you live from Bill Curry Ford Studios in Tampa with another Best in Class breakdown of the AFC. We're doing the AFC West today. First, please uh, visit us at Bill Curry Ford. See all the amazing specials that we have going on right now. You can order a vehicle. Listen to this. Order a vehicle and receive $500 in Amazon gift cards. No deposit necessary. We'll build the car for you with our new concierge building service, right? You can call into Bill Curry Ford, a concierge person, an ordering concierge person will get on the phone, walk you through the order. It's that simple. Name, address, driver's license, and then you get a gift card. That's how easy this is. And when it, I can answer all your questions right over the phone or by email at you can send it to me at bestinclass at billcurry.com or to the best assistant in the business, Grace, at gthomas at billcurry.com. Please get on there, order your car now, make a reservation for the new 2023s. As you know, inventory is limited. But first come, first serve, and Bill Curry Ford's here to serve you. Lifetime warranty, 10-year roadside assistance on new and pre-owned vehicles. Steve talks about it all the time on Joe Buck's fan. Uh, I love that. Ira talks about it. It's real. I really do pay these things. It's fantastic. Follow us at Bill Curry Tampa, Instagram, Facebook, Twitter. Really great stuff going on right now. Again, we're moving into July 4th weekend. You want to get a pre-owned car right now? This is the time. Your trade's never been worth more than it is right now. You come in, you trade. We give you a lifetime warranty, 170-point inspection. All vehicles are certified through Bill Curry Ford's amazing recon department. And you're in and out. With our new state-of-the-art facility, our showroom is now open to the public. It's amazing. Please come down and see it for July 4th. So, all right. right, I want to read one email before we break down the AFC West. This is from uh, Biennemi Mickles. This is the gentleman that wrote us an email and talked about his dynasty rookie draft because uh, he wanted to, to touch on my thoughts on some rookies. Uh, he has a seventh pick, the 12th pick, and the 18th pick. So this is the email that I sent back to him. I really do, at seven, love Sky Moore for Kansas City. I might have a friend that plays on the Kansas City Chiefs uh, that's a former Buccaneer and tells me that he believes that Sky Moore is going to be a, a, a big player and they're making a lot of um, plays for him. So he's going to be, I don't think he's going to be obviously a Tyree Kill replacement, but he's going to get touches and he's built like a running back. Just, I, I love Sky Moore. I think he's a very underrated player. I think that you're going to see Patrick Mahomes really fall in love with Sky Moore. So that would be my pick at 7. At 12, I'm torn because I believe that Dotson's going to be there. Jahan Dotson out of Penn State, I have a man crush on him, right? There's nothing I can do about it. I think about him sometimes. There's nothing I can do. He gets He's on my mind. The guy's just a great player. I love everything about the guy. Great hands, great speed, in and out of his turns, gets open. Um, he's a quarterback's best friend, dominated at a very poor Penn State offense. But he still dominated and put the numbers up. I get excited about football players. 
Nothing I can do about it. Jahan Dotson, you have a piece of my heart. We all know you're going to be a superstar, even in Washington with Carson Wentz. And by the way, Carson Wentz is already talking him up, saying that they have an amazing connection and he's going to be the guy, the go-to guy for the Washington Redskins. Yeah, okay, I already know that. Of course he's the go-to guy. He's the best player on the field when he steps on it. But again, if you take Sky Moore at seven, you're probably going to be in the running back business at, the, at, at that point. So Spiller's going to be there, Isaiah Spiller for the Chargers. I think that he he's going to take that job over three or four games in. Isaiah Spiller, if you break down the best-in-class running back podcast, I talked about him being a big star. I think that he has a huge potential. I don't care about his 4-6-2, 40-time. 40-times don't matter, guys, if you're football players, right? Truth recognizes truth, right? Right, Grace? Right. So I think Spiller might be the choice at 12, even though I couldn't pass on Dotson. Uh, I would adopt him if he would let me. And then at 18th overall, I'm definitely all over Alec Pierce out of Cincinnati. I talked him up. Tall, fast, great hands. Uh, I think that he's going to be a starter instantly for the Colts. He's going to be a star for the Colts. I love that offense. Um, obviously, that offense with Frank Reich is, a, is definitely uh, an offense that can throw the ball down the field. They, they have Matt Ryan. I think that Matt Ryan's going to love Alec Pierce. So putting all those things together, Bioni, I'm going to go with Sky Moore, I'm going to go with Spiller at 12, and then at 18th, I'm going with Alec Pierce. And listen, if for any reason Dotson's there and somebody takes Spiller off the board, don't miss him. He's a star. All right. I hope that helps you. I hope that that's going to be my breakdown for my, um, for my rookie dynasty draft. So let's get into the AFC West, okay? We're going to start with the Denver Broncos. Denver Broncos didn't have a first-round draft pick. You know, obviously they have, they went ahead and got Russell Wilson as their quarterback. So round two, they got Nick Benito, linebacker out of Oklahoma, strong linebacker, old school linebacker. You know, the Broncos love these guys, these like physical linebacker guys. We can name a million of them from the Broncos. He fits the mold. He's going to be an instant starter for the Broncos. I love him in that position. I love them in my linebacker breakdown. I'm best in class. I think he's a, he has pass rush in him. I think you're probably going to see him five or six sacks his rookie year. I think he's going to surprise some people with his first step. So there you go. I think that's a fantastic pick at pick 64. And then, of course, they got one of my favorite players in round three. They got um, Greg Dolchich out of UCLA. I think that he is definitely the most Gronk-like tight end in this draft. Big, strong guy, gets down the field, has great hands, has a mustache. If you're into mustaches, he's got the mustache. The other thing that I like about him is that most of his catches are downfield in coverage. So he gets downfield and he makes those high point catches where typically a tight end doesn't get off the ground. This guy can high point the ball like a wide receiver. So another great pick. Round four, uh, Demary Mathis, cornerback out of Pittsburgh. He's a developmental guy. I, had it, I didn't have him in my CV breakdown. I had him more of a sixth or seventh round pick. They picked him in the fourth at 115, but there was a run on defensive backs, so they needed to get some depth. They got some depth. Round four, it was a trade with Seattle. They got Uma uh, Uzuriki, the defensive tackle out of Iowa State. He's a solid um, uh, depth player. I really like him at tackle. Big, strong guy. Round five, uh, Delarian Turner-Yell, the safety out of Oklahoma. Don't know a lot about him. He wasn't in my top ten breakdown of, of safeties. I looked him up prior to my podcast. He looks to me like like a special teams player. Montreal, Washington, wide receiver Samford, small school wide receiver. You guys know how I feel about these guys. Some of them hit, 
but I, the majority of them just it takes them so long to develop. We're talking about that with Jalen Darden with the Bucks right now. Everybody's saying he's having a great camp in underwear football. You know that he's got a better understanding of the playbook. I understand small school wide receivers, and I know Jason Light listens to the podcast. Jason, I know you're the best uh, GM in the league. You always got my attention when it comes to certain positions. I don't like small school wide receivers only because Tom Brady has a small window. These guys take a long time to develop because really they really need to jump into the SEC and then play there a year in, in, the, in the transfer portal and then come into the NFL. But that's how I feel about it. But anyway, Montreal Washington is another one of those small school guys you know that I wouldn't be very high on. Luke Wattenberg, the center out of Washington, is a solid guy. He can play guard and center. Round six from Tampa via the Jets. In Philadelphia, so this round six pick went through three teams. Matt Henson, defensive tackle, Wisconsin. He's a backup defensive tackle. Again, they got Iwamoma Uzuriki, uh, defensive tackle out of Iowa State. So they they loaded it up on some defensive tackle depth. Round seven, Falcom Hicks, defensive back out of Wisconsin. Obviously, they drafted three players out of Wisconsin, so they must like that scout a lot. Falcom Hicks is a guy that I don't think makes the team. He, you know, he's going to have to be see what kind of special teams player is. He does have some return ability, so we'll see how that goes. Summing up the uh, pick, so round two, Nick Bonito, he's a starter. Greg Dolchich is going to be a starter at tight end. I really do believe that. I believe he's that good. Uh, Demarion um, Mathis is probably going to see time as, as a nickel to start. And then the rest is all depth picks. And Yuma Suzuki, DeLorean Taylor, Yell, uh, Luke Wattenberg, Matt Hensington, and Falcon Hicks. That's all kind of depth players. The only thing I can say about Damari Mathis, he's going to be uh, a special teams guy. He's probably going to get some play at nickel, but his speed, he did run He did run a, a 4-3-40. That's really hard to coach, right? You can't coach speed. So I wish him the, a, a lot of luck. Overall, I think the Denver Broncos, remember, I don't like the grade drafts, but I'm going to tell you, I think they come out of this with two and a half starters out of their draft, and they started in the second round, but they really got Russell Wilson. You have to judge it on that. So obviously, Russell Wilson's a starter, Nick Bonito's a starter, Greg Dolchis is a starter, and Demary Mathis is going to get some playing time. So congratulations to Denver Broncos. Solid, not spectacular draft, but they got some depth pieces. Kansas City Chiefs. Okay, we've heard so much about Kansas City right now going into the offseason you know, without Tyreek Hill. That was a big trade to the Miami Dolphins, and then Tyreek Hill decided to start running his mouth about how how Patrick Mahomes probably isn't the best quarterback to be throwing to him, and that Tua has a lot of a lot of things that he does better than. Shut up, okay? Just stop. Tua couldn't carry water to Patrick Mahomes, and I'm not a I'm not a Patrick Mahomes fan. Everybody who listens to my podcast knows that. But please stop the nonsense. This is like Lovey Smith building up Josh McCown. Stop, please, just stop. Tua is nothing like Patrick Mahomes. What a dumb thing to say. I know what you're doing. You're upset that you didn't get all the um, throws that you wanted, that, 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 that wasn't scripted. But I, we all get it, Tyreek. You want the ball more. That's fine. You, you and Terrell Owens can have a conversation about it uh, um, when, when your career is over. Okay, but just stop. All right? So round one, Kansas City uh, from New England. Trent McDuffie, cornerback Washington. He was one of my top corners in the draft. He's going to instantly start for Kansas City. Kansas City, since the Super Bowl, when the Bucks, you know, absolutely dominated them from the start to the end for, for those Kansas City fans who are still in mourning over it. Um, I still watch that game and just laugh at you. But again, that's that's a longer conversation. You've got to get the defensive backfield fixed. Trent McDuffie is a solid player. He dropped the 21, should have been a top 10 pick. That's how good he is. 
Uh, George Kaloftis, we talked about this guy. He's a Bucks fan, defensive end out of Purdue. Fantastic defensive end. He's going to instantly upgrade their pass rush. They're, he had, They have him at linebacker right now in that defense. So linebacker, edge, defensive tackle. He'd never played tackle at Purdue. So, I mean, I don't know if they're going to work him in there, but he's probably going to be just an edge player and, 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 and some linebacker. But I really love that pick for them. Sky Moore, we just talked about. Sky Moore is a sleeper in this draft. Right, he's, he's very much like a running back turned wide receiver. Um, you know, for those of you, you know, who try to get a comparison, um, Steve Smith from the Carolina Panthers, very physical, short, fast player, gets open. Um, you, and he gets off blocks very easily. It's hard to press him because he's so strong. Sky Moore is a very similar player. Actually plays with a mean streak like Steve Smith as well. Uh, round two, Brian Cook, safety out of Cincinnati. I love that pick. Brian Cook is a, is a very, very good safety. Great pick for them at number 62. Leo Chanel, linebacker out of Wisconsin. If you're going to get linebackers, guys, and offensive linemen, I'm okay you guys getting them at Wisconsin. Sometimes running backs, too. Leo Chanel is one of those guys that it, um, has the possibility of, of contributing right away. Joshua Williams, cornerback out of Fayetteville State. Uh, again, that's a depth uh, pick. Uh, round five, number 145 from Detroit via Denver via Seattle. Darian Kenyard, uh, um, offensive tackle, Kentucky. Now, here's a guy had a second round grade all the way up until the until the end, uh, the combine. This is a guy. Kennard is a guy that's going to help this offense. Obviously, they upgraded drastically last year with with at, at center and guard. They had um, you know obviously two players on best in class rookie all team. And I'm telling you right now, they added a, a sleeper in Darian Kennard. This guy can play both offensive tackle positions. I think he's going to provide terrific depth for them. Round seven, Las Vegas via New England. I mean, all these picks are coming from other places. Jalen Watson, cornerback, Washington State. Another depth guy. Isaiah um, Pinchinko, running back, Rutgers. This is a guy I broke down in the running back comparison. This is a guy that's going to make the team. I, I, I really do feel that he's going to contribute right away as a pass catcher in that offense. I mean, Kansas City likes to draft these guys, and I think Isaiah Pinchico, there's, there's something there with this guy. Nazi Johnson, safety at a Marshall. That's just uh, training camp fodder. I don't know um, a lot about that guy. Uh, I looked him up. It just looks like to me that he's going to be a guy that's going to touch on special teams and probably be a, be a guy that's going to go on the practice squad. All right, let's break this down. Trent McDuffie, starter for the Kansas City Chiefs. George Kalopta, starter out of Purdue. Sky Moore, starter. Brian Cook, starter. I think they got four starters right away. Leo Chanel, linebacker, he's going to contribute. Joshua Williams is a backup. Darian Kenyard is going to be a backup swing tackle for them. Watson, Pachinko, and, and Nazi Johnson are going to have a tough time making the team. I think out of all of them, Isaiah Pachinko has a chance in the lower pecs to make the team. But congratulations to the Chiefs. They had four starters in the draft. Uh, great job, guys. Uh, that's a very well-run organization, um, and they got a draft haul for Tyreek Hill, which is fantastic to me. Um, let's go to the Raiders, um, you know, who, who have a new head coach for obvious reasons. You know, Josh, we'll see how he does. You know, he failed miserably in Denver, and we'll see how he does with the Raiders. He's probably learned a lot. Um, but the Raiders have no first-round draft pick and no second-round draft pick. So pick three um, uh, and in the third round, pick 90. Uh, Dylan Parham, offensive lineman, Memphis. Um, he's going to be a starter from day one. That's a very underrated guy. That's a, in a, any other draft, that guy's a, a second-round pick. Um, there was a run on tackles, and then it went away. This guy's solid. 
Uh, round four, uh, Zamir White, running back, Georgia. Here's a guy that would have been a second-round draft pick had it not been for the severe knee injuries. This is Zamir White is a guy that can do it all for Georgia. He's going to follow in the line of great Georgia running backs. The problem is the microsurgery that he had on his knees. It's some type of surgery. I don't, I'm not a doctor. Dr. Wink could probably explain it to you. But the knee starts to degenerate you know, year after year after year. And it's, it's, I'm sorry for him that he's not going to have a long career in the NFL. It's just the odds are just against him, and that's why he fell to the fourth round. But he's an excellent running back for the Raiders. Uh, Neil Farrell Jr., defensive tackle at LSU. Here's a guy that was a five-star recruit. This was supposed to be the next great defensive tackle. Another guy that went to LSU and just didn't hit his um, potential. There's a lot of questions about his, his motor. We'll see how that goes. I wish him the best because he has all the talent in the world. Round five, Matthew Butler, defensive tackle, Tennessee. This guy's a nose tackle, big, strong guy. Again, you can see they, they got Neil Farrell, another big guy, Matthew Butler, another big guy. So they're really trying to fix that run defense up the middle. If you remember, I could have run on the Raiders last year. Around seven, uh, pick 238, Thayer Munford, offensive tackle, Ohio State. They're just taking a, a flyer on this guy. This guy was a high recruit at Ohio State, never lived up to his potential. Uh, round seven, Britton Brown, running back, UCLA. I don't know a lot about this guy. I broke down a lot of running backs. If you listen to best-in-class running backs, he wasn't one of them. But UCLA had a, had a sleeper last year in Fedrick Melton. So maybe this guy is a guy that just didn't get a lot of playing time, or maybe he's another sleeper out of UCLA. I don't know. But going over the Raiders' pick. So Parham out of Memphis is a starter. Zamir White is going to uh, obviously not going to be a starter. He's going to be a backup, but he's going to contribute. Neil Farrell Jr. is a possible starter. So far, they have one starter. Matthew Butler is going to be a backup uh, at defensive tackle. Thayer Mumford and then Brenton Brown uh, rounds up there round seven. So as far as I can see with the Raiders right now, they drafted one, two, three, four, five, six, seven picks. They got one starter in Dealer Parham, and they, but they started in the third round. So if you remember last year, the Houston Texans started in the third round and they got three starters, including their future quarterback. So I don't know about the Raiders, but well, there you go. So Raiders fans, the, the jury's out. Let's go with the Chargers. Okay. Chargers round, uh, round one pick number 17, Zion Johnson, guard Boston College. If you're a Bucks fan, you know who he is. A lot of people had him going to us at 27. He went 17, so he went very high. A lot of people are high on him. Obviously, he's going to be a starter for the Chargers. Round three, they had no second-round draft pick. J.T. Woods, safety, Baylor. There's a guy that I'm on the fence on because of his size. Round four, Isaiah Spiller, running back, Texas A&M. We already talked about I've, I've, I'm very high on Isaiah Spiller. I think that he's actually going to steal a lot of carries this year. I think he actually might win the starting job by the third or fourth week. And I'm, not, and I'm saying starting running back. Well, obviously, they have a receiving back there right now who, who catches a lot of balls. I don't think that's going to change, but I think you're going to see – Isaiah Spiller take over some goal line and some carries during the middle of the um, game. Otto Agravonia, defensive tackle UCLA. Sorry to his parents for mispronouncing his name. That happens when you have a name like that where you have no vowels and all consonants. I can't figure it out. But solid uh, backup defensive tackle. Um, that's what he's projecting to be. Uh, Jamari Saylor, offensive guard Georgia. Here's a guy I was very high on as a guard. I think he has a chance to make that team. Jasur Taylor, cornerback Wake Forest. Don't know a lot about that guy. Not going to pretend I do. He was not in any of my cornerback breakdowns. Uh, Deanne Leonard, linebacker Ole Miss, is a pick, in a pick seven. Don't know a lot about him. And Xander Horvath, the, the fullback out of Purdue, was the top-rated fullback in the draft. They got him at pick seven. I don't know what they need a fullback for. Maybe they're going to make him do an H-back, maybe some type of combination, tight end, um, fullback. But again, Zion Johnson starter. 
Uh, JT Woods is not going to be a starter. Isaiah Spiller, I think, takes over the starting job, probably, or at least sharing 50-50 carries. Agabunia, the defensive tackle out of UCLA, I think gets a ton of playing time. Jamil Saylor, I love this guy. Um, I think he's very underrated guard. I think he... I think we'll see in, the, in training camp. He was a six-round pick for goodness sakes, but I think he makes the team. Uh, Jasir Taylor, quarterback or a cornerback out of Wake Forest. Told you I don't know a lot about these other guys. And Xander Horvath is the the Purdue um, fullback. I think if they wanted a fullback, they got the fullback. They got the guy that's probably the best guy besides um, Hayward for the Steelers, who I think is a very solid um, pick for a fullback, H back slash um, just a guy out of the backfield or possibly um, some a third tight end on your team. So, again, the reason why I like Saylor so much is he started in the national championship, first team All-SEC. He played every guard position and center. I don't know. I don't know what the NFL is looking at. I, I mean, maybe if Jason Light has dinner with me, we, I, can t- I can ask him about some of these guys, why they, why they fell to the sixth round when you have a guy with such a pedigree, a three-year starter, has size, has speed, first team All-SEC, a national champion, played three positions. How does a guy like that last until pick 195? There's a lot of really crappy players that were drafted ahead of him. I don't know. I think he makes the team. I think you're going to hear his name a lot uh, for the Chargers. Again, overall, I think out of all the drafts in the in the in this um, AFC West, I really like Kansas City's draft the best out of these guys. I think Kansas City really got some difference makers. Uh, so that's your breakdown of the AFC West. We're going to start on. I think we're going to go with the NFC. I think we'll start with the NFC South. I can't because obviously that's my favorite division. I think we'll break down uh, the Bucks and the and the Saints and the Falcons and and the and the Panthers. We'll break that down um, next week. So I hope you enjoyed Best in Class AFC uh, West breakdown. Please follow us at Bill Curry Tampa Facebook, Instagram, uh, Twitter. Please go at uh, visit us at BillCurryFord.com. Uh, Please put a reservation in for a new vehicle. I was told that we had the most used vehicles in the area. Uh, online main lot so we have a lot of selection and we're the only store that has a lifetime warranty on use in pre-owned vehicles so that's a big deal guys please uh, email me at bestinclass at billcurry.com ask me any questions you want you can buy sell me your car we're buy sell i think i'm gonna i think i'm gonna change some of our advertising to we're no longer bill curry ford where we sell cars we're bill curry ford we buy and sell cars right we're buy sell buy sell buy sell right we'll do whatever the customer needs us to do I buy leases as well. So I did get that question of the day, Grace. Yes, if you're in a lease, I'll buy you at a lease and cut you back a check for your equity. Don't forget I'm paying you $500 just to order a car from me. Uh, No one else is doing that, guys. I really do my best to to help Tampa. Please come see our new showroom. Email Grace at uh, gthomas at billcurry.com if you have any opportunities for us to help a community uh, out or any kind of shelter, any type of program that you want our help with. We will assist. I want to give thanks to the Curry family for allowing me to do this podcast, and I hope you enjoy your ride home. Shout out to my my friends at Joe Bucks fan. Talk to you next time.